No way. No oh. way. Pile driver. Pile driver. No way. Welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan. And yes, this is a second episode this week because I have a very special interview with the newly crowned TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Showtime Eric Young. Eric is the host of a new show called No Limits, which premieres this Friday, May 30th at 8 p.m. on Animal Planet. I talk with Eric about the new show, what it's like being in a video game, The Walking Dead, and his love of comic books. As usual, this show is brought to you by Amazon. For all your Amazon shopping needs, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon and make your purchases after doing so. When you do, we get a little kickback from that, and that helps keep this show free for you. So let's get right to it. Here's the new TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Showtime Eric Young. I want to congratulate you first and foremost on your recent victory. You're now the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, yeah. I got the belt in a, a book bag over on the other side of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of the rounds heavy, man. It's a pain. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> uh, that's got to be pretty exciting for you after all this time spent in not only the company, but in professional wrestling. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's 17 years in the making, you know. Yeah. It's uh, a lifetime. You know, it's all I've wanted to be since I was five. So it's uh, it's pretty surreal. Yeah, that's pretty tremendous. You've had multiple personas now throughout your time in TNA. Did one evolve off the other or were they all kind of just like darts thrown at the wall and you were seeing which one would stick best or. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of both, you know, like, um, you know, when I first started there for the first two years I was there, I didn't say a single word on TV. I just, I was just a wrestler. Uh, I was in team Canada. Um, I was the guy that carried the action, the tag team specialist or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I didn't say a single word. And I, I kept asking him, like, please, like, give me a character. You know, like, it doesn't matter what it is, sure. like, whatever. And uh, they uh, that's when they sat on me with the, the nervous and paranoid thing. And I took that and just went crazy and ran with it and did that for quite a few years. And I've been a superhero, which is cool. I'm a huge comic yeah, guy. So I heard. That, that was that was awesome. Uh, the suit is somewhere. I don't They <laughs> took it from me. I want it back because I want to make like a a display in my house, like a Batman one. It won't look as cool, sure. but that's what I want to do with it. <laughs> so that's not yours to keep. They take that stuff back. Well, it, 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 it is. They, they took it. They were doing like a, an online auction thing of it. Um, and they took a bunch of the guy's stuff and like cataloged it and they have it stored somewhere. I haven't really asked anybody about it, but I, I need to look into that because I want it back. Yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking, thinking big, uh, plexiglass type setup with a mannequin yeah. underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not handy. I might have to hire someone to build it for yeah. me, but I, that's what I want to do. <laughs> was the superhero gimmick your brainchild? Uh, no, uh, it was just kind of like a, a spinoff of, uh, you know, the the nervous character. And they wanted to do something where, you know, where I would fight back and I would believe. So it was like another version of my personality where I 
I thought I was a superhero and I wasn't afraid of anything and I had superpowers and no one could, no one could beat me kind of thing. Sure. So it was fun though, man. The, the suit was cool. Uh, the name needs some work. Super Eric's kind of lame. But, <laughs> uh, the suit was awesome and I had fun doing it. Yeah. So uh, what does being TNA champion mean for you now? I know people know that these days wrestling is scripted and I'm not going to say fake because I was on the independent level for a while too. And I hate it when people say fake, um, yeah, magic's fake. right, right. So I do say scripted, uh, predetermined, but there is a certain confidence the company is showing in you now by giving you that belt. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, it means everything, you know, it's uh ultimate validation. Um, uh, the biggest thing for me is I, uh, the biggest point of pride for me is I did it the way I wanted to do it. Sure. I, I didn't, do it with politics or backstabbing anyone or having it written into my contract or anything like that. I did it the way it's supposed to be done. I worked hard. Um, I got over with the fans. They couldn't deny that anymore. And now I'm world heavyweight champion. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's the, for me, the biggest point of pride. That's awesome. Again, congratulations. I couldn't be happier for you. Thank you, man. Yeah, me too. So, uh, you are here primarily to talk about your new series on animal planet. You previously hosted off the hook extreme catches. And what was that experience like for you? Uh, it's amazing, man. It, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It's always something I've wanted to do, uh, be in television. Uh, I would like to try to, you know, do movies or, you know, anything like that. But uh, it just kind of came about in a very strange way. And uh, they asked me if I was interested in it. And naturally, I was. Um, we shot a really sh short sizzle reel, and uh, they really liked it. And next thing I knew, I was hosting a show on Animal Planet, man, and traveling around and doing all these crazy fishing styles, like free diving under the ice. and sharks from a paddle board and you know biting octopuses heads and just all kinds of crazy stuff i mean stuff that i didn't really envision myself ever doing but uh i'm a very experiential person and like i want to experience the most things i can in my life and uh working for animal planet has definitely helped me doing that for sure so was fishing an interest you had in the past or was that purely for the experience yeah, I grew up uh, in rural Canada. Um, the first thing my dad ever said to my mom was, finally, I have a fishing partner. So uh, a huge portion of my younger life was spent fishing, but nothing like I did on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, catching catfish in a in a river. Uh, I think I'd only did uh, saltwater fishing one time before the show. Oh, wow. uh, and then I got into wrestling. And as you know, it's, uh, it's very time consuming. Yeah. And that consumed all my time and all my money. Um, spandex pants are very expensive yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah it's uh it, it's definitely something that i've always liked um but the show is uh i mean it's i mean crazy fishing we set the bar really high and uh so now it's uh you know it's kind of uh, morphed into the new thing the no, no limits sure. which is just uh, an adventure show where i go somewhere and meet someone that does something crazy or extreme or singular or dangerous they teach me how to do it and then i do it with them so it's uh it's cool man it's really cool it sounds awesome i was told too that you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie yeah always have been man. uh always have been I, I don't think i need it but i do crave it um pro wrestling you know you definitely get your fix of adrenaline there mm -hmm. you know, there's nothing like wrestling in front of a live crowd and having them to react to stuff you're doing you know physical and all that stuff but uh i've always you know i've always been a little off you know bet you can't climb that tree or bet you can't <laughs> jump off that bridge or bet you can't drive your car that fast or bet you can't drive your bike that fast or whatever it was you know i was i was uh i was ready to prove people wrong or, or just you know see if i could do it anyway so uh always been an adrenaline junkie so the show is uh it's tailor-made for me where do you think that comes from internally that need to have that kind of excitement I don't know, getting punched in the head a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. It's always been that way. Even when I was a little kid, uh, anything with wheels, I would 
ride it and make ramps and jump it and whatever I could do. I had a, a three year, three wheeler when I was three years old, um, dirt bikes. Uh, I drive a Harley now. Uh, you know, I've, I've always been into stuff like that. Um, always been into doing crazy stuff, jumping off of bridges and making crazy rope swings and uh, all that stuff. You know, I've always been into it ever since I was a little kid and now I do it for a living. So there's uh, something to say about that. That's for sure. Right. Right. Prior to the show and wrestling, is there a particular thing that you would say is kind of your craziest thing that you ever attempted? Uh, me and uh, my friends were actually really into making, um, Kung Fu movies when we were little nice, kids. Uh, nice. so it's kind of a secret thing for me. I own over 300 Kung Fu movies. No kidding. It's a dream of mine to actually be in one yeah. someday. I will be in one. Um, <laughs> But we were, we would make kung fu movies and, uh, my mom had these two cargo vans, Aerostar cargo vans. And we were doing this chase scene that we made and we're filming it and stuff. And back then we didn't know how to fake it. So you just did everything for real. Sure. So I like climb out of the sliding door onto the roof of this van and I run and jump off this bridge, like while we're driving over the bridge. And it's oh about, my God. I don't know, 55 feet while we're going about 40 miles an hour. So I hit pretty hard. Wow. It was not the smartest, probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. How old are you at this point? Uh, I'm going to say I'm 16, wow. 17, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in the country. There was nothing else to do. Sure. You know? Sure. No movie theaters to occupy yeah, your time no. or anything. Closest one was 40 minutes. So, you, you know, you did your own thing, whatever you had to do to, to, to get by and entertain yourself. Wow. Well, those skills are clearly paying off. I mean, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, one of the things too, that it said, um, in summaration of the, some summaration, I don't know if that's a word, uh, of the series it is, is that you went sandboarding in Arizona. What's that all about? It's, uh, it's snowboarding, but on huge sand dunes. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's harder than, uh, snowboarding. I, I've snowboarded a bunch. I hadn't snowboarded in probably 15 or 16 years, but it's, it's really different because the sand is like, it moves different than snow. So it was hard to get used to, man. I got a couple beards full of sand, yeah. uh, doing, but it's, I mean, where we were, it was epic looking at some of the tallest sand dunes in the world. And, uh, I was with a guy, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's considered to be one of the best sandboarders in the world. So I learned from him and got to sandboard and ride around in these cool dune buggies and stuff. So yeah, it was awesome. That's cool. I understand you're a bit of a gamer too. Yeah. Yep. What are you playing right now? Uh, to be honest, um, right now I play NHL yeah. 14. That's almost it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have this weird addiction for that game. I've owned every single one since 93. Wow. EA sports that actually send me a check or something. I don't, <laughs> I've owned every single one of them and every single Madden as well. There should so, be uh, some sort of trophy for that. Something. I don't know. I've, and I, I buy FIFA every other year. So that's EA sports basically runs my gaming life. Sure. Uh, I do, uh, I play call of duty. I'm terrible at it, so <laughs> I don't stay on very long. Yeah. Um, but I do like it. Um, I played, uh, I like assassin's creed. Um, trying to think of other stuff that I like, uh, those are those are the big ones. Battlefield I got into okay. for a little while. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, obviously, uh, it's time consuming though, yeah. so I try to stay away from those ones. I only get 15, 20 minutes at a time, so I got to make it quick. Sure, sure. Are you big into the multiplayer aspect, or do you like just kind of playing on your own? Um, yeah, the shooting games multiplayer for sure. Um, hockey, I play GM mode. I'm in like I don't know, like my ninth season. Oh, I wow. play not every game, but almost every game. I have a disease for the hockey game. It's I, to me, it's the best. <laughs> the best video game ever made yeah it's really really good like and i love hockey so yeah my brother's the same exact way <laughs> he's i think he's had uh every nhl as well so yeah it's great games and you had unique experience for a gamer too to actually be in a video game yeah you were in the tna impact game and what's that like to see i mean playing video games growing up and then seeing yourself on the screen like that 
Yeah, it's. I mean, because you know, you probably play wrestling games, so oh, you sure. make yourself yeah. in the games and stuff. So to buy the game and be in it, I'm actually a, a pretty big part of the story mode. I'm, I'm your when you make a character and you work your way up the independence, and then you come into TNA. I'm like your first buddy and your first tag partner. Uh, so I got to do the the voiceover for that stuff. Uh, flew out to California and did that, and the guys were awesome. Uh, the game, I, I don't think it ever made it to where they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever got to finish it. Uh, time constraints and money constraints and stuff. Um, it's a decent game, you know, but they they had big plans for it. I w- really wish they could have finished it and had it the way they wanted it. But it is surreal being in one. I'm on the cover too. Oh, that's really? Cool. That's amazing. Not the cover on the back. Oh, okay. Hey, still. On the back, like I'm on the box. <laughs> that's know, further than like, most of us would get. It's crazy. That's pretty awesome. I, that's that's a dream I have too. I just want to do voiceover in a video game someday. Just do that. Yeah. And you have a pretty distinctive voice yourself, so I imagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do some of that stuff. I have a, a, a voiceover agent in California, and I, I did a, a thing for uh, Captain America Winter Soldier a couple weeks ago. Oh, no I, you don't ever, it's a weird process where you just kind of like, they send you these things, and then you, you record them, and then you send them off, and you don't ever hear anything. Like, did I read it too fast? Did I read it too slow? Like, but it's uh, hopefully, uh, like, that's just the process. You know, you send in thousands of these things, then eventually someone will hear your voice and be like, yep, yeah, that's it. So, I'm hoping to, man. Video being a, a character in a video game would be super cool. So was that an audition or was that an actual? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I do uh, several of them a week, actually. Yeah, you know, probably four or five a month, maybe six a month. They just ran. I did one for Gatorade, like a reading for a Gatorade commercial, and yeah, they, you know, they'll send in the thing looking for a, you know, male voice in between twenty and forty, gruff or hoarse sounding. So yeah, I, I got that. Do you do those kind of independently, like without direction, or is there? Yeah, I mean, there's usually some, depending, the emails are always, uh, you know, pretty vague, you know, they, if it's a character, uh, there'll be like, sometimes there'll be like a little paragraph about them and stuff like that. So, you know, you, you kind of like mold your voice to, to what you think they're, they're looking for. Okay. And then, uh, stuff like Gatorade or, you know, uh, I did a thing for like a, an insurance thing and, and, uh, I did a thing for Chevy trucks. So who knows, man, it's, uh, it doesn't take me any time to do. It's fun to do. I like doing it. So some, someday that you could hear, uh, hear my voice in some crazy video game. I can see the truck route going. You have a, a manly, yeah. manly voice. So I'll fight Sam Elliott and I'll take, it. <laughs> you got a Sam Elliott look to you. Yeah. That'll do. His time is fast. <laughs> well, when Sam Elliott starts flipping over bridges and cars and everything, then maybe he can right. be a contender. Maybe we can switch jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we like to do a little thing on the show where we kind of take a, a geek litmus test more or less to see like what, where you fare on certain geek arguments. Uh, if you don't mind doing that with us, yeah, absolutely. uh, I'll go down the list real quick. Give me a quick answer and then we'll come back and talk about them a little bit. All right. Uh, so Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Zombies or robots? Zombies. Live action or cartoon? <sighs> yeah. Ooh, man. <laughs> That's a tough. That tends to be the tricky one. So I'm going to go cartoons. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo? Uh, right now, Xbox. Okay. PC or Mac? Mac. And Marvel or DC? I'm uh, I'm actually going to go to Marvel later this afternoon, so I'm going to say Marvel. <laughs> no bias whatsoever, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go back. Uh, Star Wars over Star Trek. Did you have a uh, growing up history with Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, the whatever you want to the first three or the last three, however sure, you want to say sure. it. Um, huge parts of my childhood had the toys, uh, loved. I like all of them. Um, and I don't know if that'll be frowned upon in some geek communities and that's fine. I, <laughs> I, I like all, of I them. agree with you, man. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I respect Star Trek. Uh, it's been on the air forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're making these, you know, really epic kind of like crazy big movies. Sure. And, uh, 
But yeah, I'm a Star Wars guy. Are you excited about the new ones coming out, especially knowing yeah. that Abrams is kind of behind those? Yeah, huge, man. Abrams is awesome. Um, I like, sometimes I don't want to think about my movies. I just want stuff to blow up and things to happen. <laughs> you know? it, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be smart sometimes. Right. It can just be fun. And a few thousand lens flares. Uh, zombies over robots. Uh, yeah, zom- Zombies, always been a zombie guy. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, all that stuff. I, I own the original. I, you know, the the... I actually tried to get on as an extra. I lived in Canada and they shot it at a, a mall in Toronto, Mall of Millennia. And I tried to get on as an extra in the movie. Uh, that didn't happen, no. but that would have been awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, and a uh, huge Walking Dead guy. I'm one of those guys and say I read the books first before the show. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Um, so yeah, it's uh, de- definitely a zombies guy. Robots are fine, but zombies is more my thing. How do you feel about the direction of the Walking Dead show compared to the direction that the comics took? I mean, it's... Uh, it's good, man. Like, uh, Daryl is like, he's not even in the books and he's an awesome character. It, they're doing a great job with books and, and, you know, comics and stuff. You have more time and you can develop things over time and it, it's easier, you know, not, maybe not easier. It's just, it's a more rich environment for that kind of thing mm-hmm. with TV. Like there's time constraints. They only have 40 minutes, so you got to get to it Yeah, and you want people to watch it every week. So, you know, sometimes the, the really long, boring stuff is kind of cut out, but that's, uh, that's the nature of the beast. So I think it's great, man. It's, and it's, it's made, uh, the series is huge. The books are selling like crazy, which helps the comic world, which is great for me. Do you see a similar parallel between comics and wrestling? I know when I first got interested in wrestling, I didn't watch it growing up, so I came into it late, but <clears throat> I looked at it as the, the best representation of what a live action comic book kind of would be before we're getting these big movies now. So did, was that yeah. an influence for you as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's just like the larger than life characters. That's, that's why I like comics. That's why I like wrestling. That's why I like television shows and movies and all that stuff. Like it just, you know, these are people that you don't see every day or you don't meet or you don't think you do anyways. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm basically, uh, I think I said this on the Steve Austin podcast. I'm like uh, a Walmart Wolverine, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> Not near as cool, but I'm a real person, so it's uh, it's pretty interesting, man. Yeah, but he would want that beard. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, live action cartoon. You said cartoon. Yeah, you uh, still watch cartoons. I love. Uh, I, I don't know what year it was, but uh, when Batman the animated series came out, hell I yeah, man, I fell in love with it. I watched every single one. I've got the first uh, three seasons on DVD, and I, I will still watch them. They're on like Netflix and stuff now, so. If I get bored at night, you can watch. I watched uh, Batman versus Dracula like two nights ago. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but it's actually really good. Dude, I saw it uh, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, you should check out. Uh, have you been watching a lot of the DC animated movies that come out? I haven't watched any yet. Oh wow, I'm gonna get to those next. There are a lot, a lot of great ones out there. Just avoid Justice League War. That was no good. No good. No good. No good. All the others very solid. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, your Xbox right now, he said. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have a- Xbox 360. Um, when the new hockey game comes out, I'll probably make the move. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'll do, I- I've been Xbox forever for a long time. Uh, PlayStation one, uh, PlayStation two, and then I moved to Xbox and I've been Xbox 360. Everyone says, you know, they're basically the same thing. I'm crazy. I might, maybe I'll get both. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I have one for upstairs where my gaming room and stuff is and yeah. one for downstairs. So I have a Blu-ray player and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But right now I'm Xbox. Heavyweight champion. If you can't afford it, then I don't know who can. That's right. I'll pawn the belt. <laughs> I get a belt. You got to have priorities. That belt does not go online. <laughs> what did you start off with gaming? Like what was your first console? Uh, uh, Atari. Yeah. My very first. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, that, uh, I had a uh, jungle hunt. I was like one of my main games, yeah. really good at jungle hunt. I, one time I beat it 28 times in a row. Oh my God. Yeah. I was pretty awesome at jungle hunt. Uh, what is a war, uh, space invaders, centipede, like all those games. I mean, those are Popeye, the worst game ever made. ET. <laughs> oh, you had it too. It's like, Oh, a guy that beat it. He can't beat it. You just fall down that hole <laughs> and you can't get out. He said, no, no, you got to like stretch your neck and then you do this. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's the only person I know that's ever said that he likes it and beat the game. That's unbelievable. So, yeah. I can say that I know that guy, the one guy in the world. Wow. I still, uh, I figured out how to get out of the pit. I remember playing it and then seeing the flower get bigger and you see the little symbols. I'm like, I don't, I'm like three. I don't understand hieroglyphics. I don't know what's going on. I just want to be <laughs> ET and riding a bike. Like I don't. Yeah. And the manual didn't help at all. Yeah. Then, I mean, obviously, Nintendo, uh, I had Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 changed my life. Yeah. Uh, James Bond, Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. Like, probably the most hours, man hours spent playing a video game sure. ever was that for me, for sure. Me and my buddies, like, you talk about that when you were a kid. Like, what if we could all play at the same time? Yeah. You know? And then it came where you're, like, you're playing in different houses now. Like, if you would have told me you could do that, you know, 20 years ago, I would have thought you were a witch right. and tried to drown. <laughs> it's a whole different world now. It's crazy. It's crazy. I actually kind of miss granted, I, think. I, I miss the the sitting in a room with someone else playing a game. Now it's all online. You can't even it get games online. that are actually split screen, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I preferred playing Call of Duty like me and my buddies. We get together. We take turns. Like That was better to me than just sitting there and getting killed by 10 year olds for an hour. <laughs> Does your gaming go as deep as having like LAN parties where you're all connecting different consoles or systems? Systems or doesn't know that. No, okay. <laughs> no, no I, I do know of this. Uh, but yeah, it is, I mean, really, I'm I'm more of a, a sports sports video game guy now. I, it's weird, like say, when you get older, you you know, you get more patient. But I uh, I'm less patient now. I want I want results. Yeah. You know, and I often I because of wrestling, I, I do cardio, so I have like a recumbent bike, and I sit and do 40, 60 minutes of cardio while I play hockey. So that's no hilarious. way to distract myself from breathing hard. <laughs> My brother tells me the exact same thing. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. PC or Mac? You said Mac. Yeah, I, I'm PCs my whole life, and then as of, you know, recently Mac. Uh, um, Apple needs to send me a check too. Yeah, I have an iPad, iPad Nano, iPhone, MacBook. Like you know, my wife got a MacBook uh, Air. Like I mean, I, my entire life electronically is ran by Apple. So yeah, when they hook you, they hook you deep. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm all the way in. Yeah. <laughs> and Marvel vs. DC, you said Marvel uh, for no particular reason at the moment. No, no. I mean, I, I'm a Marvel guy anyways. I always have been. Uh, they're, like, I mean, DC, when I was younger, like Superman, Batman, I, I mean, I still love DC, but Marvel is it, king to me. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the, the reboot lately and stuff. There's a lot of good books, both for DC and for Marvel, mm-hmm. but Marvel's killing it right now. Have you had the opportunity to check out a lot of the movies recently or? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, not a couple weeks ago went and saw the new Captain America. Actually, the Winter Soldier story arc is like I think probably my favorite superhero story arc ever in the history of comic books. Wow, I think it's it's my favorite. Yeah, it's actually I think it was like I uh, I've always been into comics, but I really got deep back into them a couple of years ago, and that was like my first one. I went in the comic shop, and this guy was like, I was like, what do you what can you suggest? And he said Captain America. I was like, oh man, I don't know. He's like, no, you got to read this Winter Soldier stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. And I started reading that. And now I spend like two hundred dollars a month on comic books. So, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's, I know. I had my doubts when they were going to make a Captain America movie, and I was like, uh, like the character's kind of like that costume. How are you going to make that work? But yeah, they blew it, it away. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really good. So, who would you say is kind of your favorite character then, or do you have one? Uh I mean, I've always, 
everyone says it. I've always been partial to, to Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cool character. Uh, for DC, I've always loved Batman just because he's a dude. You know, like, that's cool to me. Um, I've always, uh, Daredevil, uh, Captain America, as a, well, I wasn't a Captain America fan when I was younger. Cause like I said, like, I guess I think I thought it was cheesy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's, uh, Captain America now. Daredevil has always been a favorite of mine. Uh, it's a, it's a long list, man. Yeah. We can be here forever. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have people that have a lot more human characteristics to them and just like yeah. maybe a little exaggeration or twist on their personality. Yeah. So, and there, I mean, we can talk, you know, like, uh, boom and, and image like uh i love the invincible series mm-hmm. i love uh incorruptible and irredeemable mm-hmm. i think are, are two of the best you know series ever uh the boys i mean it's not the superheroes in it are insane um it's, uh the butcher is one of my favorite characters ever written yep it's uh yeah some really amazing stuff out there right now have you had the opportunity to get your hands into the comic industry at all and get on the creative side of that no no i never have uh i'm uh have terrible spelling <laughs> just awful and the worst handwriting ever maybe um i mean it would be something that would be very you know interesting to me I, i've got a lot of friends in it so uh, the two worlds pro wrestling and comic book world overlap a lot sure. so it's it's cool i know you mentioned a lot of characters that you uh that you like but is there a particular one that you'd like to get your hands into if you had that opportunity uh i mean the daredevil i think would be cool there's lots of lots of room you know for, for different things you could do with him and the, the story, uh, you know, it go, it's, I think it's like super, super deep, sometimes maybe too deep. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, Daredevil would be cool. Uh, what else do you geek out over? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't do it anymore. I used to play role playing games. Oh yeah. Yeah. I played, uh, Dungeon and Dragons is what started it for me when I was Hell a kid. Yeah, man. I got really into Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, game where you create a superhero. We got really into that. It wasn't advanced enough, and I moved to uh, Vampire the Masquerade, mm-hmm. uh, White Wolf books. Um, we also played a game called Rifts, which was really advanced and really hard, like 20-sided dice and all this madness. But, yeah, I got, was really into that, yeah. really into that for, for five or ten years. Wow. Yeah, I played a couple. Uh, there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role-playing game where you oh, could wow. actually pick your animal mutation and uh, <laughs> kind of go with wow. your character like that. We actually got I, to the I point. I definitely would give that a try for sure. Yeah, we got to the point of creating our own. We made like a gangs and guns type game and modernized D&D, but we were hardcore. Yep. Um, <laughs> which leads me to a question. I think this actually uh, answers a lot about a person's personality, and especially if you're a Teenage Ninja Turtles fan. Yep. Which turtle do you identify with the most? Uh, I mean, I probably identify most with Maybe Leonardo, but I think Raphael's my favorite. Okay. I'm not an angry person. I get along with everybody. Yeah. But I think Raphael's my favorite, but I'm probably closer in personality to Leonardo. So you are the authority and anti authority at the same time. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, both. Depending on what day you catch me. That's a bit confusing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, ultra confusing. Um, now in TNA, uh, being just given the title and everything, what do you have or what are your goals now moving forward in the company? Uh, with wrestling, it, I mean, it always changes. It's, you know, it, you get to one goal and then 20 more get opened up. So now it's, you know, I want to defend the belt and I want to make memories. I want people to talk about my matches in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, you know, when Eric Young wrestled uh, MVP in Dallas, Slammiversary for the belt. You know, that was his first big title defense. And they talk about, you know, I want to make wrestling memories. That's what wrestling is for me. You know, I can remember where I was in certain matches and who I was with and, I want to create those for other people because that's what I loved about pro wrestling, you know, sure. moments and, and feeling things, you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to have 
big matches and put on, you know, you know, 20 minute crazy matches that people remember 40 years from now. So that's, uh, that's the goal now is, is, is be the best champion that I can be. Are there any guys in the industry that you've seen, uh, that you haven't had the opportunity to work with yet that you'd love to? Uh, there's, I mean, lots of guys, you know, like there, you know, got lots of guys in other companies, you know, that, that I probably won't get a chance to work with. Um, you know, I, I've done limited stuff with Kurt Angle, but I'd really like to get in there one-on-one with him, mm-hmm. you know, and see, see where I stand on that. Uh, Bobby Roode, I think is probably the best pro wrestler in the world, you know, at, on any given day. Um, me and him have a massive history. Um, I could work, you know, wrestle with him 300 days a year and be happy about mm-hmm. it. So, but yeah, I mean, Ethan Carter is a younger guy that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to get in there with, uh, super talented, super smart guys. So yeah, there's a huge list, man. What's being on the road like for you too? I know that's, it's pretty demanding and especially you're adding yeah. on all these other, uh, things like doing the two, uh, TV shows now and everything too. That's got to take a toll over time. Yeah. It's busy, man. It's, uh, keeps me out of trouble. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, super, super busy. I don't, I'm not a person that requires a lot of sleep. And I, like I said before, I'm, I'm very durable. So it's, uh, it's tough though, you know, being at home, uh, away from home a lot. And I go straight from here to Alaska for two weeks and then home for a couple of days, then back to Dallas for the pay-per-view. So, wow. uh, it's, uh, it's hard, man. It's a grind, but it's, uh, it's all worth it for sure. That's awesome. Well, before I let you go, cause I know we're getting near our time. Uh, I do want to just mention one more time that no limits premieres on Friday, May 30th at 8 PM on animal planet. I highly suggest that everybody checks that out. Um, where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter is the easiest way. Showtime UI. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever be a Twitter guy, but uh, I'm addicted to it now. Uh, it's a great way to, you know, talk to, you know, people that are fans of what you do and, uh, you know, whether they're, you know, happy or, you know, if it's good, bad or indifferent, you know, like it's, it's a cool way to, to find out what people are thinking and stuff and, uh, cool way to reach out to people that, you know, you know, I look up to, you know, I've, I've met a bunch of, uh, pro hockey players through it and, people that work in uh, sports media and stuff like that. So it's, it's a, it's a great place to do all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's online. So it's, you know, most of a lot of it can be negative, but you stay away from that stuff and uh, sure, don't concern sure. yourself with it. And uh, it's a, it's a fun place to be. Do you find yourself checking the social media response based on anything you do on a given night? No, I don't, no, I don't, uh, I don't I try not to, man. It's uh, yeah. Anything in the creative market is going to, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, Places like Twitter and places like that is where people can say whatever they want and there's no ramifications for it. I mean, that's that person's opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's got one. And that's fine. <laughs> you know, and, 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 uh, but I, I find, uh, it's, uh, it breeds negativity, mm-hmm. you know, places like that because there's, you know, there's no ramifications. They're, you know, faceless, nameless, and they can say and do whatever they want where they would probably never do it in real life and don't have a credible opinion because they don't have any fact or anything to back it up with sure. but uh you go crazy trying to concern yourself with that stuff so i don't i don't bother me all right well sounds like you got all your ducks in a row right now again i couldn't be happier exactly. for you uh and it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you thank you so much for taking the time thanks a lot man one more big thank you to eric for coming on the show and one last reminder to check out no limits premiering this friday may 30th at 8 p.m on animal planet to see everything else that we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel, And you can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. 
Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Later. Make it so.